Hey guys, it's Madeline McKay. I'm so excited to be recording this first podcast with you guys. This topic is something that I really need to learn from myself. Um, it's actually coaching yourself mentally. So to help talk about this, I asked a close family friend, Mr. Denning, to join me today. And he is a personal life coach and talks about this a lot and probably has a lot of great insights. Um, so I'm going to let him introduce himself and then we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. Oh, yeah. You guys, I'm so excited to be here. Um, so just a little background story. I, I grew up in kind of a broken home, and our family life was a real struggle. And so I, like, multiple divorces, and I ended up out on my own at 16, and I was super shy. I was afraid. I was timid. I was discouraged. And I was going through this this battle. Like, I, I even got to this point where I didn't like myself, and... You know, I was just trying to figure out how to how to do life, and along this journey, I absolutely had to figure out how to get in the mental game, right? How to coach myself mentally, and there was this journey and process, and I'll share some of that today as we're talking through this. But I had to transform all of that because it was the driving force in my life, and and I realized at one point I'm like, man, this is holding me back. That I was, I was in my own way. And once I removed those barriers, then I was able to just take off and do all these accomplish, accomplishments and great successes. And so my wife and I, we've been married for 20 years now. We have seven kids. We've traveled all over the world because that's our family thing. We love to travel. So we've been in dozens of countries and had epic experiences and built businesses. And now, like like Maddie said, like I get, I get every day, you guys, this is awesome. I get to get up and like coach people. It's awesome. I love what I get to do. And like she said, it comes up every day. This topic comes up every single day, no matter if I'm helping a businessman try to scale a business or a mom or dad try to figure out, you know, parenting and marriage and, and life. This this mental game always comes up. Yes, and that is why I asked Mr. Denny come because I actually myself struggle with this and I know that there are tons of people out there that are struggling with this with this as well and so I wanted to ask him to come and just talk about it with me and we're just going to kind of have like a fun conversation about it it's going to be very lighthearted and fun and I hope you guys really enjoy it um so the first thing that we're probably going to talk about today that I wanted to mention is how I kind of get into this rut sometimes where I become mentally exhausted with all the things that I'm stressing myself um, about that I have to get done. You know, I feel like I have to do this, I have to do this, and it just starts to stress me out really, really bad. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to do this anymore, and I don't want anyone else to feel this. So I came to Mr. Denning actually one time. He's talked about this with me and my family. We've had this conversation, and we've learned from it, and I really want to um, implement that with you guys, um, talking about how we don't need this mental exhaustion to block us from accomplishing the things that we want. Um, especially for me, I, I've got these certain goals that I'm trying to really hit, and I got to a point where my whole life was riding on this goal. And it was stressing me so bad that I felt like everything was going to end if I didn't accomplish this goal. And so I really don't want that for you guys. And so I want to be able to learn how to coach yourself mentally with those goals so that they become easier um, and so that it's not as hard and you're not mentally exhausted. Whoa, man, this is so good. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> And, and I'm sure everyone listening, right, I, I wish we were with you right now because we could, we could just have this conversation and say, what is, it, what is it you are struggling with? And I love how you use that term mental exhaustion because it's real. You, you'll get to this moment and you, you feel like your brain has just been running or working out and you're like, I, I can't make another decision. 
And I don't know if you've experienced this, Maddie, but sometimes that mental exhaustion leads to physical exhaustion. Sometimes you even like literally feel physically ill. You, you just get so in your mind and you get so stressed or so afraid or so discouraged. And, and those of you listening, you're probably like, um, yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe right now. Maybe it's school, maybe it's assignments, maybe it's your parents, maybe it's your family situation, maybe it's work. Maybe you're just like, what in the world do I do with my life? And we got in there and, and I want to share this concept that was so helpful for me of thinking of your mind like a garden. And that I, I love to say this now. I'm like, you don't have to plant <laughs> seeds to get weeds. I mean, yes. they just grow. The weeds just come <laughs> They just up come like, anyway. Like, come on. Stop <laughs> already. But we have, to, we have to be super intentional about pulling the weeds and, and planting the things we want. Right? So what's really cool about you is you're so driven and I am too, and I'm sure a lot of you listening, like you guys have goals and desires and dreams, but we have to be really, just really aware of how we're thinking about those things. And and you mentioned that you attached everything to this one goal. Yes. Right. And what happens, well, what, well let's, let's just talk through that. What happens when you just put everything mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, socially, everything on one one spot. Well, honestly, I'm still on the tail end of that. I'm trying to get over it. And that's why I knew that today was going to be a good day because I was like, I'm going to learn from this too. Um, that is something that I'm still kind of struggling with. I have this one goal, uh, for my college and I'm trying to get on this team, this dance team that I want to get on. And it was something, it's still something a little bit that is like holding me down. And I feel like all of my dreams and all of my goals, everything I'm doing in my life right now is to get to this goal. And so, it was just, it's, it overtakes my mind. And I actually started to like, you know, not eat as much. And like, I was passing out and all this crazy, crazy stuff because I was stressing myself so bad about this one goal. And it, it wasn't necessarily anyone was like, t- like, you know, stressing me out. I w- but I was in my own head yes. and I realized that. And I realized that all I was doing was stressing my own self out and it was all in my own head and I knew I could fix it. And so even now I'm still trying to fix it. Like I'll go across the floor and instead of, you know, being scared of the things that, you know, I'm timid about, I try to say these affirmations in my head. I, tr- I still try to do that every day with these specific affirmations of what I want for myself. And so I say those to myself. I even have this sword that my dad bought me and I hold it when I say yes. it. So I make myself feel powerful and confident in yes. myself so that I'll say those things and I'll learn from it. And I start to believe it in myself. Because I didn't for a while and I like still everybody struggles with this. And it's like there's never a time where you don't need to hear this really. And so I tried to say these affirmations to myself. And uh, when I do that, I find that I actually do those things. And it's easier. And I'm like, whoa, I actually did it. Like that was easier than I thought it was going to be. And I realized it was because I was talking to myself. And I actually got to a point where my mind was so like warped by all of the stress and negative thoughts that I have to like tell myself those things. It's not just once. It's not twice. It's literally every single day because I'm having to retrain and rewire my mind to believe those things about myself. Yes. Oh yes. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. She just gave you some gold right there. And I can throw this in there because, well, I'm in, I'm in my forties and I'm working with people all ages from their teens all the way into the 60s and 70s and it's it's a lifelong thing where literally what she just said 
is a lifelong process where we're trying to keep our mind focused and healthy and in, in a safe spot instead of where we get so stressed and so afraid. And she gave you some awesome tools that I want to hit on there. But I'm guessing that those of you listening have felt that before. You've let your mind and the things that's going on there, the kind of conversation, those things lead to insecurities and fear, maybe even anxiety. You felt really anxious. You might feel discouraged or depressed. You might want to quit. You might hang like your own identity or self-worth on, on like what people think of you or what they might say or what happens if I try this and it doesn't work out. Right? It all gets in there. And the affirmation. Okay, so I, I got to back up a little bit. So <laughs> there's this really fancy word. It's called endophagia. And endophagia is just a fancy word for our self-talk. It's, it's like what we talk about, right? So all of us have this conversation in our head. And she just explained that beautifully. Like in our heads, we'll, we'll, come, we'll say these things or tell ourselves these stories, right? And, and I love to do this with people when I'm, when I'm in an audience, when I'm speaking or doing a, a training. I'll just ask them. I'll say, hey, what's, what are the most common things that what, – what's the com- most common conversation going on in your head? It's really fascinating to go through a, a whole room or auditorium and hear what people are saying. Most often, and maybe you guys can relate to this. I Man, I sure can. Holy guacamole, I sure can. <laughs> Most of the time, it was like, oh, you can't do this. Oh, you're, you're an idiot. You're not good enough. You don't, you don't have what it takes. And for me, it was really often I had this, this little negative voice in there. Like, tell me I couldn't do it. Or not enough. This is wrong about you. and This is wrong. People don't like you. And, and it was this negative voice often. And so the most common one I hear literally around the world as I do this, the most common one is this voice or this idea just saying, you're not enough. You're not enough. You, you can't do that. Right? Who do you think you are? That, that kind of voice, right? And so what she was just teaching us, which is so amazing, is this idea of like affirmations or declarations or incantations, those different things you call them. But what you're doing is just changing your self-talk. So instead of saying to yourself, you're so dumb, you're so stupid, you can't do that, you say, man, I got this. I'm, I'm awake, I'm energized, I'm alive, I'm healthy and strong, and, and I have friends, and, and you can just go, you can, whatever you want, right? And say these, these things to you, that remind you, and I love the sword and the yeah, movements. Yeah, my oh, favorite. It's so cool. And, and I'll get my kids to do this. I have my little kids doing it and raising up their arms and shouting because we have to, we have to train our brains. I love that phrase, train your brain. Because you can train your brain to like be super positive. And when you feel good and you say good things, then just like she said with her experience and the same with mine, when I changed the way I talked to myself, it changed everything because all of a sudden, and at first it was like, what <laughs> my voice would say, whatever <laughs> like, I can do this, whatever. No, you can't. And, and it felt like a lie. Right. But the more I said it, the more I began to believe it. And you guys, it is a game changer when you start to believe yourself. And so this whole, this first episode is all about like coaching yourself mentally And the first part of that is that conversation we all have in our heads and just have awareness of like, wait a minute, what, what am I saying and what would I want to say? 
For sure. And I just, while you were talking, I had this like thought, I was like, whoa, this blew my mind. And I've realized that as I have these negative thoughts in my head and as I've like let that get into my head, I almost, and like people would tell me that I've had this, these negative thoughts or like, you're talking really negative. Like, why don't you be positive? And I almost wanted to prove to them that I was negative. And it was like this weird thing. I was like this counterbalance of like, no, I'm negative. And I'm like, why in the world am I saying yeah, I'm negative and I'm like wanting to, it's because I think I've been told that and I was like, no wait, I don't, I am negative. That's so weird. Why do I want to do that? And that, and I just realized when I had that thought that no, like that is not true. I'm like, I don't want to be a negative person. I don't want that. I don't want this look. I don't want people telling me that anymore. I don't want to be a negative person. I want to be a positive person. And even as we're sitting here, I'm even getting inspiration. I'm like, yeah, I can be, I can be positive. Like I'm even yes. sitting here. I'm like, I want to be a positive person because I've realized that the times when I am positive and also like focusing on your blessings as well is a huge, huge part. And I've realized that as, as I go through my daily life and my, the things that I do daily, cause my schedule is very full and like the same thing. I do a lot of the same things. And so it's easy to kind of get in this, you know, mode where I'm like, oh, now I have to go here. Oh, now I have to go here. Okay. I kind of like this part, but it's still like, I have to go (laughs) and I get into this mode and I'm like, no, like if I look at the blessings that I've had all day long, they were so amazing. And I realized, and I told my parents that when I focused on those blessings, I was so much happier and I was so happy like with myself and with what I was doing. And I was just thanking God because I was like, this is, yes, I've been so blessed. Like, thank you. Instead of focusing on the negative and just, you know, trying to prove that I was a negative person and, you know, having that mental thing in my head telling me that it was so much better. Oh man. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. Gratitude. Gratitude is a game changer and appreciation when we're, when we're thankful Oh man, it it makes you feel happier. It makes you more motivated, more driven. Like it puts you in this really beautiful state. Um, I do this every morning with all my kids. You guys have seven kids and we sit around every morning and we all do this little gratitude practice. I want to share it with you right now um, because I think it's a game changer. So it's only three minutes long. So anybody can do it. I don't care how busy you are. It's three minutes and you just spend one minute on one thing. So each morning you're just... Sit there for one minute and feel gratitude and think about why you're grateful for just one thing. And you do that three times. And I, it, it is a game changer. It changes your paradigm. It changes your perspective. It changes your attitude. I can put you in this beautiful state. And we do it in the morning. So I'm like, we're going through the whole day just feeling so grateful and happy and excited. Like it is, oh, it's awesome. But I want to jump back and, and touch on something because um, Maddie was saying the same experience that I had when, when you finally stop and say, wait a minute, is that the kind of person I want to be? And I had to go through that. I was 16, 17 out on my own. Life was crazy hard. Sometimes I didn't have enough to eat. Sometimes I didn't know where I was going to stay. Um, I didn't have any friends. <laughs> I didn't have any friends cause I didn't know how to make friends. And I was super shy and I'm like, Oh man, I'd move around. So no friends. It was so dark. And I I would get so discouraged and angry. I would get so mad. Like, oh, life is so lame and hard. And And then at one point, I met this guy. His name was Scott. And he was like the happiest, most jovial. He was bald. He actually shaved his head bald. 
He wore these two earrings, so he looked like the old, like, Mr. Clean guy. And I was <laughs> like, this guy's awesome. And he would go around, you guys, and he would greet everyone. He would smile and wave at everybody. And I'm like, Scott, like, you know everyone. He's like, oh, I don't know any of those people. I'm like, what? I'm like, you just talked to all of them. He's like, yeah. I'm like, teach me. Yeah, yeah I want to like, know. And he's like, I just committed a long time ago. He's like, I decided I wanted to be a happy, outgoing person. So he says, I made a commitment. That I would smile and greet and talk to everyone that I made eye contact with. That's a big goal. That is a big goal. That scared me. Like, that that idea scared me. And I'm like, wait a minute. I want that too. And so it's part of, literally like what you were just saying a minute Mm -hmm. ago. It was like, wait a minute. Who do I want to be? Do I want to be negative? Or do I want to be positive? And when you make that choice, you're like, no, I want to be positive. I want to be outgoing. And so I was like, that's my commitment. I'm going to start greeting people. And it scared me so bad. And I'd like wave and, and they'd give me some look. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, I don't know you. Half like, waving. It didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> I'm like, not no. doing it right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, but I'm going to keep doing it. And I literally, if you guys would, if you would meet me today, you would never imagine. Never would have known. No, that ever. Was, that I was shy or angry, <laughs> but I lived with this dark cloud over me. And so I'm like, no, I'm going to change. And so I started changing the things I said to myself and believed about myself. I'm outgoing, I'm friendly, I'm fun, I'm, I'm happy, I'm excited, I'm grateful. Even when things were hard, man, I, I just had to be grateful. Um, and oh, well, I, where do you want to go with that? Like, I've, I've got some ideas of how to start creating the transformation. Oh, yeah, for sure. Keep going. I love listening. So have you read books that have changed your mindset? I mean, I know that when I had a class with Mr. Denning, actually, like personal leadership, I think even social leadership, I remember taking this online and I was like, dude, I love this guy. I was like, where is he? I want to meet him. And he actually didn't live here. And then he moved. And I was like, what? You're moving. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be able to learn from this guy all the time. I was like, this is going to be so great. And I remember reading these books in this class with him. And also I wanted to touch on like something that we learned in those books is the paradigm shift. Like you mentioned the paradigm and the paradigm shift is like the way you see things, like the way you view it. And I just, I know we're talking about gratefulness too, but I think the paradigm is a key point as well. Like, um, understanding the way you look at something is so important. I'll find that sometimes I'll be looking at something and I'll say something really negative and my mom's like, okay, you could look at it like that or, and I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. Like I really should be looking at it like this. Like this makes such a difference. It's a whole different scenario. It's a whole different game. Like you realize how little of like the space you were looking into it, you realize how small that was. You realize how narrow-minded you were, how fixed, like your fixed mindset, which I think we'll get into later as well. But I also want to hear what you're going to um, say about the gratefulness as well. Well, just just like you were saying, like for me, books changed my life. Reading books like that, where I, in fact, I remember I was I was, yeah. I was about your age when I read that book the first time, and this paradigm shift, and I was like, oh. Like, like it's all you me. Can, you <laughs> I can, can see change that it. Yeah. <laughs> and then then you take full ownership. You're like, wait a minute. Like I'm the one choosing how I feel. Because our thoughts create our feelings. Most of us don't think that. We think we're victims of our feelings. We'll say things like, Oh man, I was the I was the king of this. I lost my temper. It makes you sound like a victim. I I, I go, I can't do anything That's about so it. That's so true. You'd say he made me mad or she made me feel like that. But the truth is, we get to decide. And so our thoughts create our feelings. And so anytime we're feeling something, we say, wait a minute, what am I thinking? And then when we shift our paradigm, just like you were saying, mm-hmm. we shift the paradigm, 
and like literally it's almost like you're walking to the other side of a situation and you look at it and you go like oh it's completely different than i thought totally it's different. so <laughs> different <laughs> so now i don't need to feel what i was feeling or think what i was thinking because it's different right it doesn't even make sense now exactly. now that i see the whole picture yeah <laughs> and then you do the face slap you're like, oh, no, what did I just do? And we still do it. Right? Yeah. We still make the mistakes. But reading things like that, you guys, changed everything for me. And then I read these stories really early on. I don't even know how I got a hold of it. Somebody gave me a book. It didn't even have a cover on it. And they're like, I think you'd like this story. And I'm like, I'll read. Because reading was kind of my outlet, right? It was my, it was my, it was my spot. It was my thing. And it was this little book called The Hiding Place. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, by Corey Tenboom, right? And it's this Christian family living in Holland during World War II. And they're helping um, the Jews escape. And they get caught and put in a concentration camp. And so it's Betsy and her sister Corey. And you guys, they get caught by the Nazi soldiers. And they get taken to concentration camp. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's over. It's horrible. It's bad. And Betsy goes in there, and she never stops being grateful. She was grateful for the fleas in there. She was grateful for every situation. And she kept, she would tell everyone, like, we need to, we need to be thoughtful and kind and loving to our, the German guards. And everyone else was like, what? No, we need to hate them. And she's like, no, we need to love them. They're suffering worse than we are. And when I read those things as a 16-year-old, 17-year-old, in a tough situation, I was like, uh... I need to be better. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not doing so well, man. And it was so hopeful for me. I'm like, wait a minute. If she can have that amazing attitude in a concentration camp, then I can start to find some hope here. Right. And some joy. And it was like this explosive idea. Maybe I could even be happy. Yeah. Maybe I can actually feel happy about my situation. Yeah. And it, like, it changed everything for me. So one, one recommendation, I just love books. I, so since that time, I've averaged a, about a book a week. I just keep reading voraciously because books are my mentors. They're my teachers. And what's interesting is I read or listen to books, so many books, and every good book um, helps. Like I was saying earlier, it helps keep the weeds out. And it plants great things. And so it's actually helping my self-talk all the time because I'm listening to these great thinkers give me ideas about what to think. And it is game-changing. It is. Life-changing. It is. And I also want to talk about with goals specifically because we've been talking about goals and like the paradigm and reading books and learning from people who know more than you do. And sometimes admitting that they know more than you is, you know, they do. There's people out there that know more than you do. And honestly, instead of taking it and, you know, taking that negative mindset of like, okay, whatever, like, I don't really want to hear it. I always try to think of it as, okay, they know more than me. They've had more experiences. They've learned more. I can take this and I can learn from it myself and avoid that hard path that they went through. And I can just go right over it. I can just cross the hill and I can just be a better person. I can think more positively. And I think that's a key point as well. And just talking about the goals, too. We were talking about the goals earlier and taking ownership. And there's something that's really important when you find out that you're in charge of your goals and you're in charge of accomplishing them. And 
you know, I don't want to like, I'm very, I'm a very driven person, a little probably to the point of insanity sometimes, Uh, uh. just kidding, but not really. But it's like, you know, I get to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm trying to accomplish this goal and I just drive myself crazy. Well, that's not what I mean. What I mean is taking ownership of yourself and then realizing that you are in charge of your success and taking this positive mindset that we've been talking about and like implementing that into your routine can help you accomplish those goals that seem so scary now or something like you can accomplish you can with this mindset this mindset that we've been talking about this whole time um something that you implement into your life you learn from it you take all these points that we've been saying and these goals that seem so scary become so much easier and so i just thought that was a really really interesting cool point huge man what you just said those those few things right there that is that's spot on for mental self-coaching Especially your openness, like so. So self coaching, right there, right is in the mind. The mindset is just saying, "Look, where can I find people who have done what I want to do? Where can I? How can I learn from somebody who's has other things that I don't know? And if I can open my mind to that, I'm gonna be able to just keep growing and improving and and man, getting this awesome life. I know you'd mentioned and mindset a couple times. So mm-hmm. there's one book that we love, love, love. I had my kids read it and they were blown away. They loved it. It's called Mindset by Carol Dweck. And she's a, a mindset researcher. She spent decades just studying people's mindset. And she found out that the vast majority of people in almost every situation have one of two mindsets. You either have a growth mindset or you have a fixed mindset. The fixed mindset says, this is the way I am. This is the way things are. I can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, nope, I can't change. I tried everything. and It's never going to change. We've always been like this. I'm going to be like this. I'm stuck. That's a, that's a fixed mindset. The growth mindset says, hmm, this is where I am, right? So not, a, and you said this earlier before we started recording, you guys, we were talking about this and how we don't want to ignore reality. Right. You, you don't want to be like silly delusional. Like if you're, if you're overweight, be like, no. Like, I'm skinny. Yeah, like, (laughs) well, okay, yeah. (laughs) And you don't want to be like, if you're broke right now or or in debt, you're like, I am loaded. I got all this stuff. Like, you don't want to be delusional, but you don't want to be negative either. Mm -hmm. So the growth mindset acknowledges where you are. Like, hey, I I, I need to be better at this. I need to learn this. I need to make this change. I need to have some better habits. It acknowledges it, but it says, I can do this, even if it's hard. Even if sometimes I make mistakes or fall or fail, the growth mindset says, I can figure this out. I can do this. Right. And there was like, even now, sometimes I find myself still doing this and I have to remind myself not to. It's when people like give you corrections or when they try to help you and you immediately deny it. And you're like, you you turn it away because it's almost embarrassing at the thought of being wrong. And I, I took this and into one of my dance classes one time I had an instructor and she corrected me on something and I said okay like thank you I'll, I'll fix that thank you and she's like did you just say thank you to me and I was like yes and she's like okay like it was just something she had never heard before like thanking someone for correcting you and that's just like a whole other game this is like right after you okay so develop the mindset you know implement it into your goals and start thanking people for correcting you if you start doing all these things, I mean, you'll be like unstoppable. Like if you fix your mind, you'll be so much happier and so much like just so much happier with yourself and what you're accomplishing. Things will seem easier. 
I, I want to start doing all this stuff. I'm not completely perfect at all. I have some of these things that are easier for me and some of them aren't. And some of them are a little bit harder. And so all of these things I want to start implementing into my life. And that's why I wanted to talk about this with you guys because I don't want all of you to struggle with the things that we have when you could just, you know, gain some guidance and learn about it. Be like, oh yeah, I want to implement that too. And it just makes such a difference. Oh man, this is so awesome. I love this stuff. I know, I it's so exciting. And, and I'm not perfect either. I'm still working on it. But here's one thing I can share because I was so, I was so set on changing my mindset because I wanted different results. And so I worked on it for years. And what I can share in my own journey and with all the people I coach, I love this, is you totally can make these shifts. And the shift in your mind makes massive shifts in your life. And it actually gets easier, but you have to keep working on it. I actually met with a client this morning. Um, we, I met with a client this morning and he, it was interesting, his word to me, he says, man, if I don't stay on top of it, here's what he wrote. He said, I, or what he said, I slip back into default thinking, into the old patterns and like the survival brain. And I was like, yes, sir, you're spot on. And again, I'm going to repeat myself. You don't have to plant seeds to get weeds. The weeds come automatically. The default thinking comes up, slipping into like survival brain and and just kind of going back to the old ways. So we have the privilege to just keep at it. That's why we say the affirmations every day. Do, just like you were saying, do the daily stuff. Just incorporate the little things daily, reading from some great books and checking your paradigm, trying to see it from different angles, saying you know positive affirmations and getting clear about who you want to be. And these little teeny habits, you guys, can totally transform the way you do life. And of course, what we focus on, we feel. And so we focus on the good things and just little thing, one little thing at a time in our heads can totally transform the whole course and quality of our lives. Well, I definitely feel inspired now. <laughs> I'm definitely feeling like this is something that I want to implement into my life and I hope you guys do too. I'm so thankful for y'all listening and I hope you guys enjoyed it. We're pretty much out of time, but um, I want to just end on these key points of what Mr. Denning just said. Don't go back to default. Think about all these things that we just said. Implement them, like incorporate them into your daily schedule. Um, and when you do this, you'll become better, you'll feel happier, and the things that you are wanting to accomplish will become easier, and it will be more exciting, and you'll start to feel excited about life instead of feeling negative. So I just encourage you guys to don't go back to default. Do all these things that we've talked about today, and everything will be great. And I'm so excited. I hope you guys really enjoyed that. Thank you so much, guys, and I hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening. <laughs>